0: Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Let's Kill Twitter, the show that allows you to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. Let's Kill Twitter is recorded live on Zoom and your hosts are comedian Sajila Kershey and me, Julian Hall. Every week we have two guests and this week it was the turn of comedians Rosie Jones and Suze Kempner. We kicked off the episode talking about Rosie Jones' recent appearance on Question Time. It was a pretty busy episode, actually. We got through quite a lot of tweets. There was stuff about dry January, uh, Wham's last Christmas finally becoming the number one. Suze explained her experience of the Didn't Happen of the Year award tag. And we also looked at Brexit celebrations and whether there indeed had ever been any Brexit celebrations. You decide. So there's a lot to get stuck into we really hope you enjoy it. Please follow us at LKT Zoom on Twitter for more information and updates. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Let's Kill Twitter. Um, I'm very pleased to uh, welcome everyone who's on Zoom with us and who will hopefully be joining us on YouTube tonight. And obviously, massive apologies to people on Facebook. Um, but I have tweeted, I have posted on Facebook, and said, "Come over and join us in on lovely YouTube, people." um so happy new year to everyone um this is the latest uh, let's kill twitter i set up let's kill twitter as a kind of um fairly safe space to discuss um the social ph- media phenomenon that is twitter which i am hugely addicted to which was obviously a prime mover in setting it up um but i also wanted our tagline is detox your timeline with uh, the art of conversation and i very much wanted to have somewhere that Uh, people could follow up on all the good stuff that's on Twitter but also unpick some of the kind of fiddly stuff as well but do it in a a sort of conversational way Um, and as much as you can have great fun interacting with threads on Twitter uh, and all the rest of it I think actually sitting down and having a chat about it is is you know one of the best ways still the best ways the original and best communication Um, and helping me do this uh, uh, Follow us on LKT Zoom, by the way, which is obviously behind me. Uh, and if anyone feels so inclined, they can go to the website Buy Me a Coffee, uh, which is our donation, taking donations for LK, uh, Let's Kill Twitter, and helping me uh, co well, co-hosting with me uh, is comedian Sajila Kirshi. Hello, Sajila. Hello, are
1: you? hello everyone. Hello, yeah, co-hosting, co-hosting. Hello, everybody. How hi, hi everyone out on YouTube, and are we are we on on the Facebook as well? Uh, we are just on the
0: YouTube at the moment. We're on
1: the YouTube so, and we're on yeah. here. So uh, welcome to those who've joined us. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, it, it's been lovely. Hope you've had a lovely Christmas and New Year, Tier 4. Um, and uh, we only got an hour and a quarter, so I'm going to introduce our first guest, uh, which uh, is, I worked there recently at another gig on Zoom, because this is where our new world is. Um, and she's amazing, because we worked many, many moons before, but her career has just gone from strength to ten, appeared on 8 Out of 10 Cats, um, 8 Out of 10 Cats Countdown, The Last Leg, Comedy Central's Roast Battle. Um, she's had acting roles. She's uh, been in a two-part special of Silent Witness, and I'm reading her her whole I mean, oh my God, sex education, what have you not done? Please welcome Rosie Jones, give it up, woo And also the fact that you um, made a big Twitter storm the day you appeared on, um, on, on Question Time uh, talking about disability rights, and I think you're a great ambassador for disability rights, great role model. Uh, so welcome to, uh, to our show, uh, Rosie. How are you? Uh-huh.
2: Thank you, thank you, and Happy New Year! Yes, <laughs> the wrong year, year I'm
0: year. celebrating. Well,
1: this is what I bought. Look, Happy New Year everybody, 2020. I was okay. done. It should be 2021. <laughs> 2021. Um, and of course, Julian's going to, you know, welcome our other lovely guest today.
2: I am, as
0: he's furiously typing a text, uh, <laughs> on the other hand. Uh, yeah, I'm going to welcome, a uh, big welcome to Suze Kempner, who uh, is garlanded with numerous comedy awards, including awards at the Funny Women Awards and the Musical Comedy Awards. And enjoyed a great fun of your 2018 Edinburgh show getting noticed by Comedy Central and British Comedy Guide in their pics of The Fringe. Ah, uh, The Fringe, it does bring a little slightly. <laughs> remember. Um, but then, of course, your moment in the sun, for as far as Twitter's concerned, was the amazing thread about you singing as a Christina Aguilera impersonator in Ion <laughs> still mind-blowing i say it now it still blows my mind so to to more about that
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, what what heady days if i'd known then what it would lead to i'd never have believed you partly because i didn't know what twitter was in 2007 but yeah <laughs> is that how far back it was then yeah 2007 it's 14 years this year it'll be
1: oh uh, well yeah right yeah. I so incredible, really. It was beautiful to watch it unfold I have to say on, <laughs> on Twitter because obviously we so did you see it Rosie yeah um, the thread and it's just like, oh. it was lovely, it was beautiful because it was just like really being honest and telling us your story. Um, and and you, well, why have we got Tinder, by the way? Just Tinder popped up.
3: Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just been rumbled.
1: Music <laughs> would happen one day. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know everything you're on is going to pop up now, or we're going to see it
0: all your life. It won't happen often, and it's only, it'll be only to say, hey, everybody's boosting now. <laughs> I tried to turn notification off earlier, and completely failed, and I just thought, Come on, let's just roll the dice, see what happens.
1: So roll the dice, absolutely. Lockdown. Why not, Dave? Um, but no, it was a beautiful moment to watch it unfold, you, um, Suze. and also like then being shocked, like, and on Facebook, going back to the other our other relationship on Facebook, and saying, "Hey guys, I've just got an extra two thousand supporters." Um, but in the same vein, Rosie, can I ask you, when when did you feel like? Did you feel like the question time was a big kind of moment in terms of like Twitter, you know, uh, followers for you?
2: Oh yes yeah. huge huge because I'm a comedian and especially last year I kept doing more TV shows and yet like I'm an egotistical <laughs> <or> psychopath <laughs> so absolutely the every TV show you go, oh, I got a thousand new followers. Brilliant! But question time, because it wasn't comedy, I think I was exposed to a completely new type of person so in one hour I think I got 15,000 more followers 15,000? Yeah so then then you go oh shit in hell that's (laughs) a lot (laughs) and um. I was definitely nervous about Question Time because usually if it's a comedy show, you can go, oh shit, I'm losing the audience, I'll tell a silly joke or at the very least, I'll refer back to my big tits. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that always works. <laughs> but you, <laughs> you, yeah. you can't do that on question time. I have to re- resort to statistics and. My political opinion. Luckily, <laughs> I just spoke about my own experience and how I feel like I've been let down by the government. It's especially this year. And a lot of people were like, yeah, (laughs) me too. So certainly after that, in terms of Twitter, what I did straight away was I told a stupid joke. Because if follow me on Twitter, it's a 98% stupid, silly joke. So I thought, right, if I got 15,000 new followers, they need to know that they're not following a disabled politician pioneer. They are following an absolute prick (laughs) who who happens to be disabled. Hopefully, by now, I think I gained some, a lot of some, and now we are yeah Yeah,
1: I think, I think you raised a really interesting point, like what, what people sort of know you for on Twitter, but I think you are both, in my in my opinion, I don't know, but G- G- I mean, I don't know, Julia, do you see that these women are, and including myself, we're activists, but we can use that medium if you want to whether you like that label or not rosie you have i'm just looking at some of the headlines from the papers that you got afterwards mm-hmm. and i do think it's because you tour at home basically Absolutely, a new one. yeah <laughs> you know and yeah. we're all like yeah yeah it doesn't matter what you're saying yeah and it's like yeah but she's really funny as well which you are do you know what i mean so yeah, you can be funny and be an activist
2: Yeah, hopefully that came across and I am so grateful to have that platform because certainly last year, in 2020, I was the only disabled person on TV to be that close to Matt Hancock, the health secretary. Mm. So if I'd gone under and didn't take that opportunity, I would have been letting down 20% of the population. So I knew that I was lucky and I had to take that opportunity. But in terms of Twitter, I also need followers to know that I'm not only a disabled person to be put on a pedestal. I'm also a writer. I'm also a flawed woman. I'm also a sexual goddess. You are are sexual goddess. (laughs) And it's just making sure that your tweets don't
0: pigeonhole you into one category. And it's a that lot more on Twitter brilliant. bio as well. You're never going to get that on your, on your Twitter bio either. So. No.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I, I I know what you mean about becoming like a, almost a token for, you know, I get it with being Asian, Muslim, woman, you know, all of those things that, you know, you're supposed to speak for everybody. Um and you don't necessarily want that. I mean, I think you should you know, obviously if you've got something to say, fair enough, but you are more than all the things that you just said. Very, 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 very well in points. So I think we should start with no. the tweets now. So thank you for sharing. Um, I don't know, do you want to bring I don't actually know what your tweets are this week, Julian? I, mm-hmm. I didn't look. I'm sorry. What what do you what what have you got to the, for the table? Uh well, I mean, we've got a
0: selection, I mean we I I sort of um should have probably gone bigger on the 2020 review of the year. So apologies for that. It was your your suggestion, and then I realised this morning I should have done more on that. But um, I mean, we've got a couple. We've got a couple on there. Um, let's have a look. Uh, where are we on here? I'm going to go down the fantastic. Uh, well, I'm going to start with Suze, because I know you you mentioned one out, Suze. Uh, kind of interesting. I just sort of interesting what the story is behind this one. Let's find let's find this lady's tweet somewhere that's your uh there we go Nezia.
3: oh um, yeah yeah do you, do you want to read it out and then just tell us what it what it what's all about <laughs> this tweet this is my one of my favorite tweets of 2020 um from july uh are you free today tell me what you want and i'll tell you if i'm free i mean that sums up 2020 for me but that sums up me <laughs> in general it's when someone slides into your dms and go Hey, hun, would you be available on the 18th of February? And they're then creating a situation where you have to go, what is it for? <laughs> which <laughs> see, which comes across as so rude, because what you're saying is, well, it depends if it's something I actually want to do. <laughs> so, so, like... People should always let you know what they what they need you for when they're asking you if you're free so that you can at least politely make something up if you then don't want to do it. That's fair. For paid work, I'm normally free. But in the pandemic it kind of goes double because you can't go, oh no, sorry, I'm I've just realized I'm busy because they're like doing what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Having another Zoom, clearly.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just realised I'm on another Zoom. Fine, I can do that in future. That's fine. <laughs> hmm. that's, I mean, it's interesting because obviously the language has
1: changed this year, hasn't it? Through through lockdown, and and on another Zoom is a kind of one of those um, things. Um, and also, when people say, "Are you free today?" Do you think in this last year? that means something else because I know when they've been saying to me are you free today it's because they want me to do some kind of zoom right you know yes and all the other one is zoomed out I'm so zoomed out and it's like you're still out. is there money involved that's what we're really wanting to know and then we play that game it's like yeah could be potentially um and why do people not actually get straight to the point because I find myself doing that as a promoter like are you free mm, you know right and I don't know why I'm doing that I don't know why I can't just say it because I want to hook them in i suppose and say engage in a conversation so it's harder for them to say no uh if i'm on <laughs> <laughs> it's like a date isn't it are you are you free yeah. anxious nervous date <laughs> um, and so talking about sliding into to your dms um you talk quite a lot about that um, oh, yeah you know in the other place uh that you know <laughs> we are aren't, aren't live streaming today um so tell us a little bit about this past year have you
3: found more slidey ins in your dms yeah you get a lot of um uh, so there's lots of different types of guys who will dm you it's always men unless it's like a really transphobic woman then they come into your dms and like trans transphobes demand my address um I, I should put, point out, I'm not trans. I am a cis woman, uh, but I will stand up for trans rights on Twitter because it's pretty easy to do. <laughs> like, I, you have to have a, a tiny level of decency and then you just do it. Um, <laughs> but I, You get then women coming into your DMs going, tell me your address seeing as you don't care who uses your toilet, that kind of thing. I had an amazing amount. It was over the summer when JK Gate popped up, Um, an incredible amount of people demanding my address over Twitter. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're really worried about women's safety, aren't you? That's your main main issue. Um, But, yeah, you get quite – I get uh, probably, like, once a week at least, a guy coming into my DMs to ask me out – which is not a brag like that their meth i'm sure they're trying a thousand women because at some point someone must write back going um okay but, <laughs> but i am not that woman so, as my <laughs> best friend gareth says he he says suze is a fortress and um, there's no way that popping up going hey beautiful in my dms it's not
0: well i'll tell you what, this, what we might do is jump around a little bit because this actually leads really nicely into another tweet that you've picked <laughs> uh, and I kind of again needed a little bit of that uh, sort of looked it up a little bit of a kind of uh, explain context um here we go um let's, we go. I love that one as well but uh, here we go yeah so uh do you want to yeah do you want to read it out again and, and and let us know
3: okay yeah um, and NHS track and trace apps that lets you see if you've been in contact with any lads in that tag didn't happen of the year awards. That's what D H O T Y A stands for on viral tweets. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you found this, Rosie and Sergio Julia and Julian. Um, when you tweet something that happened to you, like an anecdote, for example, when you spent three months in Iron Apple in <laughs> Christina regulatory act, if sure. it go, if it if it gets enough retweets, if it gets viral enough. So the Iron Apple one, I think, was on like. It was like 20,000 likes, It went, and it was it went all over the world, um, which is amazing, obviously. But there were several people, I don't want to just go men, but it was men, in the in <laughs> replies going, at D-H-O-T-Y-A, like, you've made it up. Like, I went, I know what I'll do. I'll invent an entire season <laughs> I spent in, I don't know, let's say Iron Upper. <laughs> where I was, I don't know, let's just say Christina Aguilera, and I'll make up, like, no, I didn't make it up. But, yeah, there's always people whose lives have been so boring that they, they will tag this account, which just shames people who tweet stuff that definitely didn't happen to them. But they tend to be anecdotes that are entirely believable. It's just the people tagging these people have had very boring lives. So is this
1: actually a an a account yeah. that... And it and this this after the first time I've ever come across this, I'm gonna be really ah, done okay. here. D H O T what does it stand for again, please? Could you get, repeat that Did, soon? Didn't happen of the year awards. Didn't happen of the year awards. Yeah. Okay, so that's a hashtag that's like does it is it is it is it a thing?
3: Yeah, it's an account. So an account the, account there's an at, at the beginning, and yeah, this account will retweet people who tag didn't happen of the year awards. I want tweets. to be on that. I want I, I long <laughs> to be
1: tagged in that. I do long to be tagged in that. And the thing is, what I don't understand is that people have got too much time on their hands that they're looking like I don't believe you. It's a yeah. lie. It's a oh, lie. Yeah. You're lying. <laughs> Fake. Like... But even if it was, what what difference does it make? you 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 know, if you put something out on Twitter or irrespective of whether it's true, you didn't say it's. Oh, I, I can't remember. Did you say it's a hundred percent true? Well, yeah, and it was. <laughs> it was true. It's such but a even if it wasn't, what about. I'm saying is, even if it yeah. wasn't. Mm. What difference does that make? How is that right. your business? You know, it's like you put something out, some content out that's relevant to you, whether you choose to embellish it or not embellish it, that's down to you. Why why does it bother other people?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well people are very people have got a lot more time on their hands under COVID, under lockdown. Um, and they are very worried that people aren't being incredibly authentic, complete strangers <laughs> aren't being one hundred percent authentic on the bird site. So yeah, they they need to um, get in there and tell them, "I'm on to you." They're like conspiracy theorists.
1: <laughs> Who knew Sue's Campus uh,
3: is to Oh, that conspiracy, conspiracy. award. <laughs> Did I win any awards? Oh, actually, I could put it on a Twitter poster now, couldn't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next Edinburgh show. <laughs> could go in my bio. I've got, yeah, good news guys won another award from the didn't happen of the year, guys. <laughs> and then you'll probably get tagged again for lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, she didn't. She's very authentic.
1: <laughs> yes. um, there, there is some... I, mean, I, I can't, can just remember seeing Rosie's tweet yeah. on... Um, it was something that I liked as well. Um, just want to bring it in. It was the tweet. Um, oh gosh, which one was oh, it? Got... Hang on, I've got to go and see. Uh, let's see, if we can see what's Rosie's tweet. I like the
0: Susie Dent one. That was good.
1: The which one? Oh, we can go to either uh, oh, either yeah, one.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's go for the your Susie Dent um, one, Rosie.
2: So shall I read it out? Yeah, yeah, read, read, yeah,
0: read it and Just give us the you know, whatever you... I've never heard of this word before.
2: Yeah. My wish is that respect will emerge from the forgotten pages of the dictionary and be on everyone's lips in 2021. It means fresh hope and a recovery from despair. Happy New Year. And on so many levels, that is a tweet I needed to read on New Year's Eve. Because, I mean, 2020, it was a flaming, um, burning pile of bin trash. It was really, really shit on so many levels, and I know, I know... Just because it's the end of the year, it doesn't mean the end of COVID or lockdown or anything like that. And I think we need to stay inside. But what I need right now is hope. And knowing that we are still moving forward and we're moving towards a better place and respect. I didn't know the word respect before, but it felt so. And right, and like Susie, I hope that this year will be full of respect. Yeah. Hear, hear.
0: It's Of yeah. uh, it sounding a little bit like uh, a perfume, it's like, oh, what's that <laughs> wearing? There? It's going to be the big in
2: 2020. Coming. Yeah. Best yeah. <laughs> Best number five. Yeah. Oh, the parfum.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm with you. Um, Because obviously, it has been such a, and, and, and I'm glad that we didn't sort of focus anything on two, two next. We know that it was like, it was a pile of shit. We know that, as you, as you say, Rosie. But um, so going forward, you you're looking for hope, I guess, and, yeah. I, and I, I concur with that. Uh, what about you, Susie? What, what what would you like to take forward into the the new year? Like you know, this year, how how would we you like us to move forward?
3: I'm in a I'm in a slightly strange position because whenever I hear someone go, "Oh, I can't wait till everything gets back to normal," I kind of it makes me go Ugh, a bit because. Mm. Um, I I found 2019 quite awful. Like, I found yeah. the end of 2019 ended with that election. Um, and just for me personally, like, uh, a very good friend of mine, the day before the election, I found out that she, she... I knew she had cancer and I found out it was terminal. So I began 2019 in, like, really bad place. And, and then my friend died at the end of January and it was just as we went into lockdown, I'd started putting myself back together, I would say. Yeah. Um, and so I found lockdown. I found lockdown and the rest of 2020. It was so shit, obviously, but it was so impersonal compared to what had gone what it had felt like before. So for 2020 to end with Trump losing an election and me getting fresh antibodies because <laughs> I got COVID at the end of 2020 and now I'm apparently not contagious so I'm just an antibody machine scattering them baby um Trump losing and that I feel like 2021 already has begun with a lot more hope like I can see an end to that but I don't want things to get back to normal I want things to go to somewhere that's better I want us to have learned from what's happened in the last 12 months and uh, now I don't I don't have full faith in humanity to do that, but that's what I hope. That's yes. what my despair is. <laughs> okay, that's great. What about you, Julian? Uh,
0: I'm just thinking about this idea of people saying, oh, you know, I can't wait till things get back to normal. And there is a part of me that is a little bit, it's just it's slightly weird, you know, because there was 2020 and lockdown was quite a contemplative time. Uh, and it, it was, you it, it sort of, it worked quite useful in some respects. So I think it's going to be, there is going to be a certain amount of uh, readjustment that people are going to have to make um, when it comes to getting back to normal. But I don't think that normal is obviously going to happen overnight, for, far be it from that. And there are things that we can't, the things that we can't really go another year without. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, Edinburgh Festival is a very big focus for a lot of people in comedy. And if, if we have another year fallow in Edinburgh, I mean, yeah, it will still come back. But, it, you know, I read a piece that Anthony Alderson, uh, where he did an interview in The Telegraph, and he said that you feared people's uh, muscle memory about going to gigs might slip a little bit. And the longer you leave things, you know, quite often people's behaviour changes. Um, so there's all sorts of kind of, you know, challenges ahead it's going to be i think the the economy will, will some of the effects of this year will buy it perhaps more this year um so there's all sorts of unknowns really um
1: well i mean i'm, I'm going to sort of echo everything that you guys have said um but also i think we laid some groundwork in 2020 as well as the you know the despair there so the despair of sort of like stuff was already evolving like being kinder to each other you know the sense of community that i think we built up not just in the real world you know where people are helping others but even on, on social media you know reaching out to each other and i know that rosie and i did a gig recently and i got really emotional because when we do zoom gigs you um we just like go in and then we just leave and we don't chat so we had a chance to like, have a chat with a group of us and it just really like oh my god i really miss everybody this is awful i feel really like it was really painful um but you know and then all the black lives matter going forward you know i I think we have built some groundwork there with inclusivity and 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 more sort of diversity going out You can see it happening you know within within like even our industries in terms of you know people being more involved and stuff so I think it's already been quite sort of positive steps have been taken during twenty twenty within that despair and I love that word despair, i want to hear more of that so yeah. thanks for bringing that that tweet to us. But let's go into, because I think we are looking back. Um, can I we look at my tweet for yeah. the Wham one? Uh. Um, because I think well, this, is, this is fantastic. And I was really excited and I thought, this is what's happened yeah. last year is that we've all been, okay, so the tweets from Andrew Ridgely, I'm delighted, somewhat amazed and profoundly pleased that Wham's iconic Christmas classic, Last Christmas, has finally achieved the accolade of becoming number one it's a fitting tribute to George's songwriting genius and one of which he would have been immensely proud and utterly thrilled. Like, so first I was like, I didn't know that this, we were still doing the charts because I'm so old now and I don't <laughs> listen to music and I'm deaf as well. So I kind of miss out on the music. But I thought that's lovely because I thought we had had Andrew, Lig- we had had that being number one. I couldn't remember that it wasn't number one, but also why these songs are now sort of getting a second wind. i think this past year we have been quite nostalgic Mm. i've had people from universities contact me you know from from old schools um and obviously that's been a time for reflection this this past year and so songs are so emotive and that's one of the things as, as someone who's now become deaf that i miss so much is music it's so emotive and it puts you in a place and i couldn't tell you what song you would i mean i don't know do you have a song for 2020 um, is, is what I was going to say. Uh, obviously, the Christmas classics are always going to be Christmas classics. So, Rosie, do you have a song that you could, like, kind of, I don't know, to, 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 uh, that that would be 2020. So when you hear in 20 years' time, you'd be like, oh, my God, I remember that. That's when we had lockdown.
2: Well, everyone's going to, like, poo-poo me and go, that is an old book. This year, I turned 30, which for me was really odd. And I, I love writing quizzes. And this year, I wrote an end of 2020 bumper quiz. And this was the first year that in the music quiz, I listened to the top 10 best-selling songs. And I was like, I don't know any of them. So I think... Music-wise, I know were Lippa had a song and you, Harry Styles, had a song about oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was a song about a cheeky monkey That became a TikTok sensation. But in terms of me, no idea because I've spent all of 2020 listening to my hero, Her Royal Highness, Jolly Parton I don't give a shit about Billy Eilish I have spent the whole year listening to 9 to 5 I will always love you Jolene. He you come again. And I feel like the icing on the cake is the fact that Dolly funded the Moderna vaccine and just gave them a million pounds. So yeah, my song of 2020, even though it's about 30 years out of day, Here You Come Again.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> you get a free vaccination with every Dolly Parton download now, don't you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Dolly Parton yeah. fan club. But that's what I mean. It's like it's not necessarily because I don't remember any releases this year at all. I just I, I'm listening to old stuff. So you've actually hit the nail on the head, Rosie. So what about you, Susan? What's What's your memorable tunes of of you know? You can have more than one if you want.
3: Well, I'm unlike Rosie. I'm really young. I turned 22 this year. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you as well, Suze. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm I'm about to turn 36 and and it's in lockdown as well. So I'm going to be like I'm having the sad birthday, because <laughs> me and everybody else, you know. Um, my my I don't, I don't know what is going on in the charts again. I know that Dua Lipa is a thing. I only found out last week. She's English, anyway. Um, <laughs> Dua Lipa sounds but like but a disease.
1: Didn't
0: she? Um, wasn't she? I thought you would have known her because she was a big. Was she a big Corbyn fan in 2019? Didn't she? Oh, yeah, but,
3: like there <laughs> so were loads of people, and you've you
0: so- got an alert. You've got, got an alert. For-
3: <laughs> I was so busy just ticking them off the list, going good. <laughs> so yeah, I I'm to have to bitter. leave now. <laughs> um, <laughs> my song, my song of lockdown, has been um, Kate Bush, cloud busting oh man yes every time i've listened to her you know the like particularly at the beginning of lockdown when she's like going and the sun's coming out oh that something good is gonna happen i was like yeah that's right something good like, about covid so just get over it <laughs> um uh, I am such Utah a huge Saints. fan of Kate Bush. Well. Sorry,
1: sorry, Julian, didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say I'm a huge fan of Kate Bush. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I love that song because I think it's always got, got two good things going for it as well. Sampled by Utah Saints, and also I think Donald Sutherland's in the video. Or is that really? running up that hill? That might be running up that hill. Oh,
1: Maybe. that's my favourite. Running up that hill. Oh, yeah and there is a great tweet that we should have used for that actually but i've forgotten it now so uh, running up that hill uh, i can't remember who did it but anyway yeah, yes so what's your what's your song of, of last year me yeah <laughs> i think I, you know, I'm, I just
0: right okay let's have a look because spotify spotify tells me what i listened to a lot last mm-hmm. year and um i'm just trying to think oh you know what i'm gonna have to look on my spotify now
1: some, some Let's see all your personal things and we already yes, know about t- your yeah. tinder dates to <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so i did listen to quite a lot of
0: the beck album in colors which i hadn't been but that's only because there was an advert they used what's that track um oh wow they used the track wow for an advert and it's a really good track so i do remember listening to a lot of that um but yeah i don't know i think maybe the the sound echoing still through my brain is all the the trance that I use when i 'm exercising basically, just to so I could be just completely brain dead and focus on the treadmill. Oh God, I missed the gym or, or whatever it is i 'm doing when i 'm not at the gym.
1: <laughs> well, um, um bring it back full circle. I have been listening to a lot of um uh Wham and George Michael. Uh, and, it went, and I dance around in the kitchen singing, you know, wham rap and I all the words and I'm really... And 80s basically is my happy place, you know. Hey, tell this jerk to take a hike. There's something about that boy I don't like. Hey, sugar, he don't mean the things he says. I get it out of my way and I can't rap for a <laughs> 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 you No, know,
0: Not yeah. today, so that's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, I just, you know, it brings me joy. And so all the 80s stuff, so again, I think because we... It was difficult to create sort of new memories last year. I think we're looking back to old memories, and we are looking at sort, you know, that nostalgia sort of thing. So I think it's time for another tweet. Let's
0: yeah, roll the yeah. dice. Well, it's been such a relentlessly positive show that I am. I'm not <laughs> going to keep it positive. Um, mm. Let's do. I don't actually know whose turn it is, but I'm going to do two very quick ones because they're very, pretty much the same thing, actually. Um, and maybe I'll just do one if I can find it, which is badly drawn boy. Come on, where are you? Um, we should have got Suze to say it a little bit in,
1: in between. Oh,
0: it was such a New Year's Eve, so badly drawn boy. i never been on Twitter before. Uh, well, not till recently. I never used Twitter properly until July this year. I've been pleasantly surprised, made many genuine connections with many, some small, some big, all good. Together- togetherness of any kind counts for something. Let's keep supporting each other as we move into a new year. Cheers, all. That was very positive,
1: and I don't normally like the positive ones, but even I. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is what we do. You see, it's a good cop, bad cock thing going on. I'm all oh, like, yes. oh, lovely, lovely flowers and hearts and floruses, <laughs> mm. and then and, and then Julie comes in with this edgy, edgy stuff. Um, yeah, that is that is really uh positive positive. Um, but I thought it was
0: good. Yeah, that somebody of like because he's sort of getting you know getting older. I think mean, he's younger than me, but he's getting older. He's not necessarily going to be drawn to Twitter necessarily um and actually you know connections are there the things you can say to people on twitter obviously go from like the basis lowest things which i know uh, you know you guys have experienced in your timelines it's pretty shocking but also to to sort of you know to some fairly meaningful connections i mean starting this whole thing was about those shared experiences like the u.s election um and or uh, the, the Covid tears and, and actually bringing some humour into sort of some sort of pretty tricky moments um, it's quite a lifeline sometimes.
1: But it also sort of uh, uh, highlights how um, people who've never used social media suddenly started using I know there was like a big thing in the comedy world when Rich Hall ended up on Facebook We're like is that the real Rich Hall is that a fake is that is that mm. is that <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that? I was like, I don't know if, why would Rich Hall be, if, you know, and and but then him engaging quite sort of sweetly um, with us, and it was just really charming. Um, and maybe this is where uh, 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 you know social media has kind of come its, into its own during during lockdown. Mm. Is where people who would never dream of using. Um, so, it's just not their bag, you know, whether it's technical stuff or, or just because they don't want to be involved with it, I suddenly kind of like, well, you know, I, I kind of need to connect with people. So, it's quite sweet. And on that, do we have a tweet or someone's mentioned about social media? Was it? um Well, do we have somebody well, saying, the girls?
0: saying that he was going to be, I mean, there's a similar kind of soppy one here. I don't usually do New Year's resolutions, but I'm going to try and be more positive on Twitter not in a dopey way. We all know it's a bit and it'd be so easy to get dragged into the negative stuff and we'll end up con- contributing to a culture more we don't like. It was a lovely sentiment, but I have to say, I, d- I don't rate the shelf life of that one. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, and all that you said earlier, uh, Sheila, about the positivity that we've learned this year. Um, it's also been a very divisive year when you look at things like um, the debate around lockdowns and how effective they are. Um, and also where you sort of believe the role of the, the, the state, you know, what the role of the state should be. Uh, and I don't come, I don't have a particularly statist point of view, but there are some things that there's, there's no point having a government if you can't do things. So it's been very interesting seeing what people, uh, their definition of of freedom as it were. But yeah, anyway, well that was Matt Ford. Was <laughs> jolly about well, it. Well can
1: we go to um I think it's Rosie's uh just just because I thought it was really hilarious and also brings into what I was gonna say, which is uh Rachel Stubbings tweet. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, and
1: yeah. I love this. <laughs> wow. I love this. Rosie, if um we, we, we get to it, I, I, I can see it, but uh, Yeah, no, it's here somewhere. It's right? yeah, it's Rachel Stubbings worst yeah, yeah, time yeah. people. Here you go. So do you want to yeah. give us a read of that and tell us <laughs> tell us your reasons why you picked this tweet?
2: <laughs> um, so the worst types of people in the world. <laughs> At number three, you got murderers. Two rapists. One The people do enjoy January. (laughs) For me, that is a perfect, perfect tweet. Rachel is my best friend, my hero, very funny writer. And nothing is coming now of 2020. Anyone saying, Oh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing, right? January. I like, go for yourself. <laughs> we need to drink away. For 2021, so pass me the gin. That should get on with it. That's
0: a pretty clear message then.
1: So yes, um, and, and anybody who, you know, who's out there listening who's under 18, please make sure you have an adult with you when you're drinking yourself to death. <laughs> 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 that's, that's that's wonderful. <laughs> which, which, yes, um, but I yeah I I agree with you. Rachel is a brilliant writer, very good comedian I, as well. Um and uh, yeah, I did love this. It really tickled me. Um and and, and, and did you, if you had a top list uh, of the three worst types of people,
3: um, what uh, would yours be, Suze? Three worst types of people. Um, I, yeah, Which I mean, murderers, rapists, people doing dry January. It's all there. Um, people, <laughs> hang on. I'll tell you, the worst kinds of people are people who are like, do you know what? I'm not left-wing, I'm not right-wing. And you're like, oh, cool, that's hot. That's what I love, someone who stands for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and these are the people
1: that we have to thank for for Brexit. They don't have I an opinion we... either side. Thanks for mentioning. Awesome. I, 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 I might some... not agree with you, but at least stand for something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So the centre party, the so-called well, yeah, the centre party was the most anti-Brexit party there was, so what, what can you say?
1: Well, um... and... <laughs> There's just some balance. Julie, Julie's there for some balance here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you run away with all this nonsense. <laughs> I mean, what think- about you, Julian? So let's bring it to, to you. What about your worst kind of person? What is your worst kind of person? I mean,
0: that, a list of three is not long enough, is it? <laughs>
1: just give me one. One. Um, let's give us.
0: Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, I just thought the dry January thing, just to sort of get back on that. It's not so bad. I don't mind people doing it. But yeah, if they're talking about it, that is. that's <laughs> a very wanky. Um, it? And there's so many things you can give up in January, which seems like the absolute worst month to give up anything why would you want to do it in like one of the worst months of the year you just need to sort of get to the spring and then have a word with yourself essentially my list I mean you know you've 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 got me there Sajila because it's just such a long list
1: so <laughs> and what about you uh, Rosie I know that this is Rachel's treat but do you have a personal number one of the people you hate the most
2: um, I feel like it's a sweeping statement, and that there's always, always exceptions to the rules. But for me, it's just all round. Moanish. <laughs> People who, every time you see them, you go, Oh, yeah, <laughs> all right, Ken. And they say, Oh, whoa. <laughs> well, the day are bad. And you're like, for foot's sake. <laughs> like, You bring it on yourself, and I think I'm a genuinely optimistic and positive person, and when I'm feeling down or not so great. I'm like, right, what can I do to change this? But some people are like, oh, it's your fault. It's you got to make me feel better. So yeah, moaners.
1: Yeah, no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. They were not moaning winch bags. And like, let's face it, this last year, we've had very little to give. And I know that I've upset people that I've not been there for them because you're spreading yourself thinly and just trying to get through, like, you know, COVID yourselves. But the ones that stop, just non-stop, the glass isn't half full. They don't even have a fucking glass. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, there's just yeah I, we have no time I, I, I'm agreeing with that with no time with them the reason why I wanted this to follow on from the last week was really because the dry January so the new thing and I think we spoke about this the other day Julian is that and I don't know if this is like a rumor but my son oh, yeah. told me was that it January people giving up social media what why <laughs> why? why would you do that in the middle of lockdown so what else is else. happening in your life that you are going to substitute i don't understand i mean would you could you give up social media for good for a whole month i I definitely there's a lot of thought going on here i I don't know how to consider that
2: (laughs) i think i could um i've been at home with my mum and dad for two weeks and for me Social media is definitely a work thing. I try to tweet once a day or Instagram once a day. So I mean, I'm secretly an 80-year-old woman. (laughs) So the other day, I turned my phone right off for 10 hours and I did a thousand-word jigsaw and I had the greatest day of my life because I love social media because it's such a great platform to interact with my fans or people I need to talk to for work. But I don't need it. So for me, I love it because it helps with work, but I am in no way addicted. So I wouldn't do a dry January on social media because I don't want to go a full month and not write funny jokes or do things to promote my job. So as long as you have a healthy relationship with it, there's nothing wrong with social media. Mm. Well Sue's, on
1: the other mm-hmm. hand, you see, she's she you you've actually have been using it as a, a way to kind of transfer your work, if you will like, because right early on I remember you've kept me certainly entertained and many thousands of other people with your East Enders you know, kind of thing, <laughs> you were constantly putting content out there. And I would kind of really admire that because I, I, I just was like, oh, I've just given up, I can't do anything. I'll just stand my pyjamas <laughs> and, and just grow a beard and pluck my beard hairs. But, <laughs> but you were just doing like really, you know, fantastic things. And so the
3: idea for you, if could you then give that medium up um, for a month? I was thinking about it when Rosie was saying it. I genuinely think I could do a month off it. But I would be then at home going, well, I miss it. And that's where I was doing all my work. So, um, because I've started streaming, I started in April streaming on Twitch, which is, um, it's mostly a gamer platform, but then lockdown happened. Loads of comedians were like, I'm going to hit Twitch. And all the gamers were really pissed off. (laughs) Coming over here.
1: i like stream three,
3: four, five times a week on Twitch. And there's like a really nice community and you can do shows on there. Like I've built a nice audience there over the last eight, nine months. Um, So I'll just go online sometimes with a cup of tea at midnight and go, hi guys, here's a film I watched earlier and then we'll chat about it for an hour. Or I'll do a full show with my green screen, singing Kate Bush requests, cloud busting features. Um, (laughs) But so the idea of having to stop that just to go, oh, I'm getting away from social media for a month, I'd go, oh, but that's, like, my job now. That's how I've transferred my job while there's yeah. no live entertainment. Yeah. So it's a similar thing. Yeah, I probably could. There's other things I could do, but I also would feel like I'm neglecting part of my career. Plus, yeah. I'm obviously addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. What about you, Julian? I know this Uh, shows. Obviously, wouldn't exist if you didn't. If you gave up for a month,
0: it's it's not going to happen. But I mean, I can easily. I can live without Facebook. I can live without Instagram, which I virtually have never looked at, ever. I think I may have set up an account for a comedy night I was running because I felt obliged to. But um, so there are certain accounts I could live without. But um, yeah, just um, just just sort of composing a tweet is quite a good little mental exercise uh i think it's nice like edinburgh i think it's a good like when edinburgh is is up and running that is a very good time to have a weekend off social media when you get back but generally a good time to have a weekend off pretty much everything so that is one of the times that i remember like needing a real mental break from it um but sometimes you know obviously helps you sort of keep being connected Mm -hmm. rosie i need to know what the the jigsaw was
2: Oh my god, so I'm actually using it as my prop for the laptop.
1: They <laughs> so... make a ruin all decoration. <laughs> <No, laughs> the
2: decorations. The one is a 300 oh. library piece. <laughs> And then... Why read the, a
0: book when you can jigsaw it, yeah. Yeah,
2: the next <laughs> one, which I'm very excited about, is pies. <laughs> what is that? Pork pies? Pork
0: pies and puddings. Pork Hilarious pies
2: and
1: puddings. When you finish them, can you please tweet them to us? <laughs>
0: yeah, no, definitely. Because we've seen it
2: oh, before and after. Oh, shit. I've was during the holidays, I've done an old brand one and I've done a personalised one that my friends got me of them to and me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living the 18-year-old dream.
0: So we had a message in the chat from uh, from Andrew, who's with us tonight, uh, and he said, "Does anyone think that the Farage tweet, which I'll pull up in a minute, I know it's one of yours, Sue's? Uh, anyone think that the Farage tweet celebrating Brexit is going to come back and haunt him? Well, let's <laughs> let's get it up because it's fairly, you know, pretty light-hearted, even though it's." obviously Brexit
3: there he is <clears throat> oh god everything about it looking with it with the long fagash as well it's <laughs> it, it's the everything about it's amazing it's him posing on his own in front of his horrible tree and saying they all laughed at me because obviously he's going they all laughed at me when I said we should leave the EU and now we have they're not laughing now it's like we're all laughing at you we, so yeah, we are laughing at you. Well,
0: but nearly about half the country might not be. Yeah,
3: well, yeah, but the, the other half are, are still laughing because they think it's good. But even all, those of us, I'm, I'm expecting of us to, any yeah, <laughs> of us think Zoom Brexit room, is a think, bad so. idea. We're still laughing at you, mate. You're a joke. We still think Brexit's bad.
0: So yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, see obviously, a rash. paraphrasing, um, <laughs> it's Bob Monkhouse, isn't it? I Bob, think so, yeah. paraphrasing the Bob Monkhouse joke about... Uh, they all said... Uh, I, can't, I can't even remember it now. They, they laughed
3: all said, at me when I said I'd be a comedian. It. They're not laughing yeah. now.
1: They're not laughing now. <laughs> he's, um, as, he's, he's as crooked as his Christmas tree, isn't
3: he? Yeah. The
1: thing about this is that, obviously,
0: it's him on his... Own or, or simply whoever took his wife or whatever, but I oh,
3: know she um, left him.
0: She left him, didn't oh, she? Good. Yeah. Oh, some well, good. Someone there. It's not a selfie.
3: You might have. Oh, it I on, set time. you
1: on timer. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And that's but, why his fags like so like <laughs> it's long. So long. <laughs>
0: the one thing I noticed...
1: And his glass is empty. <laughs> is
0: it? Yes, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. The one thing I noticed is that obviously he's not going to be in a room full of people because it's locked down and all the rest yeah. of it. Um, but it, it's quite, a, you know, it's sort of a lo- it's quite a lonely photo because it is just him. Now, obviously, by necessity, it has to be. But when you look at photos from the leave side, they don't really have any images where they can claim any mass sort of demonstrations. So I saw one the other day from an account um, which was using the England fans cheering at one of the the football parks. So this was twenty eighteen World Cup. So the footage it was basically kind of um, cheering Brexit but using the footage of the football. It's like yes because they can't I mean obviously I'm not saying they didn't have the votes but they couldn't find they can't find any mass sort of outpourings of um, celebration. I mean all that sticks in my head is on the on the night on 2016 you had this some people celebrating in Sunderland and that's literally the only people I've ever seen vocally celebrating it. Right. You clearly know that there's millions of people who supported it. But I think it's it's just, they just spent four years drumming their fingers waiting for it to get done, I suppose. Mm.
3: They're going to be very unhappy in about six months' time when they're like, oh, I'm still sad. <laughs> I'm still sad about shit. I wonder, and then they'll have to find something else to be furious about. Because um, why <laughs> look inward, ever?
0: Yeah. Well, come to Twitter, they'll find something to be
3: <laughs> about. Me.
1: <laughs> well, so um, um to, go, to go with the wine and the fag can we go to to um suzy's uh tweet about the restaurant american oh, yeah. propagandist um good one to end on i think
3: yeah <laughs> i love this uh yeah it's just someone it was a uh, you know Prompt Twitter, as they call it. What restaurant did you think was fancy when you were a kid that you realised isn't when you got older? Which I love because there were so many um, different answers. and Some of them are hilarious. So mine was when I was seven, my parents took me to Little Chef and I thought, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, it, doesn't, it doesn't say much about how well it said, it doesn't suggest I had a particularly fancy upbringing, does it? I did. I sat in Little Chef as a seven year old and went, Oh, they were great. They used to give
0: that's... you lodgings at the end, and you know,
3: <laughs> is, is that, that the I one mean... on the way to Croydon? You probably actually... one,
1: there's about one left
0: now. <laughs> for this.
3: Is that posh one that's near Stonehenge still there? Do you remember the one where Heston Blumenthal, we did the menu, and then I made my then-boyfriend do, like, a detour on the way to somewhere so that we could stop at the Heston Blumenthal Little Chef. <laughs> Come on, we've got to try out the really nice Little Chef. was good. But there is still one left, did you say?
0: Uh, I think there's a Little Chef somewhere, isn't there?
3: There's a
1: few left, surely.
0: Yeah, well I'm not sure. Re- it's if-
1: Brexit what was, what it should was, be <laughs> But what was the yeah. what was the reason why you thought it was Posh? Like what was what kind of what was the
3: little thing that, <laughs> that little detail What's that made it feel hat? like it was posh? Just like I don't know what it says about how I eat at home, but I seem to remember like, nice plates, baby. <laughs> 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 well, um I didn't have those
1: standards. Uh, the McDonalds, first McDonald's in Red Hill. I don't know if you oh. remember it. Yeah. So we used to go there oh, for yeah. my bur- like for birthdays. And I thought that was special because mm-hmm. it, we just didn't eat out ever. And right. um, so McDonald's I thought was posh people went there. And then when you go to Pakistan um, and they have like the, 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 the posh people, they call them burger look, like people that, that just, it's just a, a phrase like burger, because they can afford to eat burgers. Oh, I Everyone see. can afford to eat burgers. So the middle classes eat burgers. Right. So I was like, oh my God, we're at the height of luxury <laughs> in, in this red hill McDonald's that the only McDonald's that had opened or anything that was a bit slight, so you can you know and all the wimpy I mean the wimpy I spent right. many college days in the wimpy, so that that was yeah. my question. What about you, Rosie? Do you have a one that you thought
2: yeah, definitely pizza hot <laughs> like, going to pizza hut was a prop proper day out and i think it was a fact it was a free coffee so first because you did the salad bar you could get any salad you wanted and then you got a great big pizza and then, pudding, there. <laughs> you got an ice cream factory. Oh, I want to live in the high life. <laughs> I still think it is living the
1: high life. Get as much as you can on your salad plate. Yeah. I love that, yeah. Yeah. What okay. about you, Julian? Do you have a... I just got memories conjured back of going to the
0: Wim- Wimpy, and I think there is still a Wimpy in Harlow. I still, I think it's still there. Um, their special sauce. They had quite decent ice creams, well, by by the standards. But um, I suppose Pizza, you know, Pizza Express. But weirdly, the sensation of going to Pizza Express has, has not changed, and it yeah. the market has not changed. And the only thing I can say is, like, I went to Pizza Express before there were two for one offers. Was
1: that part? <laughs> but you know well before prince andrew made it popular <laughs> <laughs> but pizza express i still feel it i still feel posh going there
2: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. we got a but comment man, in the, in the comments box um from andrew yeah. holly saying uh plenty of other culture war issues to be fought um return of the death penalty so i'm assuming that's he's uh, his, that. his, he's his, the Davil's american ice cream parlor in wimbledon Back oh, in the wow. 70s giving your age away here andrew <laughs> uh, yeah so i i have no idea what that is an american an ice cream parlor um I, I would i could only dream of ice cream parlors going to ice cream parlors now that would be living the dream right now wouldn't it guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it would be living the dream what yeah. are we doing for time so i wonder if um i thought we could finish on the have you got can you get the firework display <laughs> Um yeah let's oh gosh. Yeah we should finish with uh, the because I only saw it the, after the event. Um, well, First well um yeah okay well
0: let's first of all I want to say uh, hello to the people watching us on YouTube because there are people watching us on YouTube. Hello. And, uh, if you've if you've loved what you've seen you can donate
1: at this address
0: here. I'll just move out of
1: the way buy me coffee.com buy me a coffee. Slash, uh, let's kill Twitter. That's buy me at uh, buymeacoffee.com slash let's kill twitter there we go so slick and there
0: are, and then i'm back um <laughs> so yeah we could do that but also um well if uh, the guys in the zoom room uh, also want to um so that's andrew and joy if you've got any tweets you want to share with us while we discuss this last one of the then please let us know and we can end on those but um
1: yeah you're interested
0: let's have a look let's find the city
1: i don't comment. know if you can see the fireworks in it so I thought that'd be a nice explosion. Oh, fire- no, oh, that's annoying. Yeah, you can't see the fireworks. Um, but I'm you, sure
0: you're, you're opening like a can of worms with this one because we've got to discuss Black Lives Matter. I just uh, wanted or, or to, just to just really to show
1: the fireworks, as we I thought we could end on the fireworks, and it'd be like uh, that was quite nice to sort of end the show. But we they can't. Did you guys well, see the fireworks, be- by the way?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, that was lovely.
3: Yeah, it's great. great. Any negativity I it, okay. comment on there? Good, no. Plain. Imagine <laughs> if I did. I was like, ugh. It was yeah. shit. It was yeah. shit.
1: I loved it. I said, why did with the Olympics. Oh, there it is. Look. There. Well, there's an image of it. Oh, hang on. That's, uh, uh, that's some some the, local bumalung fireworks. The what's it? One's quite good. The. Uh, 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 but they, yeah, my brother pointed like out they use the Tower of um, London, and normally they do go for oh, the. the, Tower of the night. Yeah, oh, there was... it is. this one that you just missed. You'd, yeah, just that one there because I remember those lights. Is this actually.? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found this incredibly emotional, by the way.
2: Happy New
1: Year! To all our listeners out there, Happy New Year! (laughs) 2021, not 2020. In the year of 2020
0: a new virus came our way. We knew what must be done and so to help we hid away. Old habits became extinct and they made way for the new. And every simple act of kindness was now given its due.
1: The Nightingale Hospital based at the Excel Exhibition Centre in London was constructed in just nine days. Buildings were lit up in blue, the
0: colour of the NHS. And time goes on for another another. Oh, you've got minutes. to let us watch that.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is just beautiful. Well, and, if you want to see, you
0: can get Austin, you can find Austin Kellerman's tweet.
1: Oh no, I've seen it, but I just thought it'd be nice no, no, to end on that because it is, it is, it is a lovely. And have you seen the whole thing, girls?
3: Oh, oh. yeah, yeah yeah
0: the thing about it being secret is that when it happened obviously i had no idea i don't even live that far away from it i was like uh, what's, what's going on i didn't i should
1: have just looked outside outside and actually you know but there you go i just saw local fireworks back at, at, around in rye gateway so you know the usual kind of like a couple of beeps and then yeah. it was like quite nice and i was with my son where were you at the at the stroke of midnight were you with your mum Sue?
3: Yeah, um, I was I was that end of my living room doing a show for Twitch. <laughs> so oh I was, wow! I was singing. I was singing on um Steve McNeil's. You know Steve McNeil. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's Steve like McNeil. For, yeah, doing the show Wi-Fi Wars uh, with Rob, and I sang Old Lang Syne at midnight while they set off indoor fireworks. <laughs> oh, that's really <laughs> cute. That's really cute. What were you doing, Rosie? <laughs>
2: I was very, very, very drunk <laughs> um, when my mum and dad would have champagne, wine, Baileys, gin and vodka and we were watching all the heroes. We were watching the documentary about Victoria Awards uh, and then we looked at our phones oh, yeah, yeah. and we were like, oh, it's 1am, <laughs> happy New Year! <laughs> it was a first year that, that midnight had just passed me by. Uh, and where are you now at the moment, Rosie? In
1: York. Oh, you are in York, okay. What yeah, yeah. about you, Julie? I know you're in London, and so you missed the fireworks. I just thought, wow, those neighbours have kept it
0: quiet all night. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was watching, I was watching Just Tonic's... Um, new year's eve bash actually uh, nice. you know, in and out of that and some stuff on the radio but um she just
1: goes to show the online content is running strong and and well and that everybody's some part of it anything you guys want to promote before yeah. before we go Suze?
3: oh and um, like if you comment? like the idea of watching my crazy nonsense on twitch it's TV slash suz kempner all one word and on Twitter, you are? Oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea, isn't it? <laughs> Twitter.com slash sus UK, S-O-O-Z-U-K. And Rosie? Uh, my Twitter is Josie
2: Rose. So I like Rosie Jones, but the R and the J as well. And I forgot a podcast with amazing comedian and my hero Helen Bauer because daddy Look at me, which is hectic <laughs> or funny. So if you want to hear too. 30 year old woman, women talking a lot about musicals and tits. No, you know.
1: No, he Could you repeat that for us? What was it called again? Um, Daddy's. Idea- Daddy,
2: look at me.
1: Daddy, look at me. Okay, I, 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 that intrigued me. It did. I wondered if it was about little daddy's girls because we all are. Little... Yeah, it's
2: all about childhood and wanting attention <laughs> as <the> little girls. <laughs>
1: And we haven't changed comedians. Hello.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> hello. <laughs> okay, and uh, so have you got um, a, a anything else you want to promote like your you've got your Twitters, both your Twitters, Julian, you've got a Twitter as well, obviously, and you're also available for for promoting people's shows once they go back to Edinburgh, oh, or once there. we go back to normality. do also PR and copywriting, right?
0: I absolutely, you go to my. I've had a little refresh on my website, which is textualhealing.co.uk, uh, so you can enjoy some of my photography on there. Uh, if any, yeah, anyone needs any services like that. But, um, but, and then obviously the the next. Let's kill Twitter, which is on January the seventeenth, Sunday, January the seventeenth, at eight o'clock, and we'll be we have, tweeting about that as well.
1: We've got Granny McGuire
0: and-, and Francis Foster for that one. Okay. Uh, and then in the meantime, we'll be doing some clips from tonight and uh, out there <laughs> encapsulating the bon mot from this evening. So,
1: and I am available for gigs, posting whatever, you know, parties, <laughs> or just, you know, just little chats, slide a DM, as they say. I've never had a sliding, sliding DM in my life, but, you know, there is there is, there is still, the year is new, so fresh. Um, but thank you, girls, for joining us. Uh, Sue Kempner and Rosie Jones. Um, we've, it's been a joy chatting to you, getting to know you a little bit better and uh, finding out your tweets of the year. Uh, wish you all a very happy new year. Julian, would you like to end the show? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I'm just saying thanks to, uh, to Andrew, uh, one of our Zoom room guests. Thanks for coming, Andrew. Thanks, Joy. Thanks to you guys. Uh, thanks for much you. to uh, our viewers on YouTube as well um, so I'm just going to go and sort of say goodbye to them sort of official goodbye um and yeah it was great fun very positive one uh, which is good and very fitting for the start of the the new year and um I'm looking forward to doing the next one um but yeah hang back guys I just want to say thanks uh in the green room as it were and bye
1: Andrew bye George bye all the others
0: Yeah, and bye everyone else. Take care. Happy New Year. Happy New
2: Year.
0: (laughs) Thanks very much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to check out more shows, there are more podcasts in the series. And also, if you go to our website, www.letskilltwitter.com and go to the previous shows page, you can see all of our shows on there. Each one is linked to the YouTube version. Plus, there are audio files there as well. If you'd like to support our work, you can do that by going to buymeacoffee.com and to the Let's Kill Twitter page, where there's a facility for donations. But anything you can do would be really appreciated, whether that's a like, a retweet, a recommendation, anything like that. Most of all, we'd really like you to follow us on Twitter at LKTZoom. Thanks again for listening. We hope to be in your ears again very soon.